Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast. This is your host, Cheyenne Williams, and this is a place where we get to feel loved, be heard, and know that we have a voice that the entire world needs to hear. So sit back, relax, and let's go change the world. Hi guys, welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast. I am so excited for another week with you guys. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what I want to talk about today. Um, I just had a tug on my heart to kind of like hit record and let whatever comes out of my mouth flow out of my mouth. Um, but I do want to like share the importance of self-care because I've realized in these last two days, last week actually, that self-care is really important and we often look at it as like a selfish act and I don't know why, but myself is included. And I've realized, you know, for those of you that don't know, I battle with mental health. I've talked about it a little bit on my podcast episodes prior, but I wanted to dive in and really get vulnerable and deep and real with you guys because that's what this podcast is all about, right? Finding the acoustic version of ourselves. And in order to find the acoustic version of ourselves, we have to be real. We have to be raw. We have to talk about the things people don't want to talk about. And in those discoveries um, and the challenges, like we find our authentic acoustic self. And so for me, um, you know, I shared... A little bit of my story in episode one. So if you haven't listened to episode one, go listen to it. Um, it shares a little bit of my backstory and kind of how and what this podcast is going to be about and the purpose of this podcast. Um, but I wanted to dive in more on the mental health aspects and how we view mental health. And I'm really tired. I'm so tired of living in a world where they look at you or individuals with mental health as like damaged, broken individuals. And I'm probably going to like word vomit and say a bunch of things that I'm not going to remember because that's how like real I'm speaking from the heart right now. So bear with me guys, if it's all over the place, like just try to follow along. Um, but I'm saying that because of the fact that I have mental health and that's okay. But for so long, People have been trying to make me hide my story, including myself. And I've realized that people want me to hide my story is because of the fact that they don't want to hear about it. It makes them uncomfortable. It makes them have to acknowledge that negative emotions are real and that negative emotions are normal and that people can be sad. People can be mad. People can be angry. People can be broken. People can have heartbreaks and that it is normal and you know, I've talked about going to a grief counselor and she has me reading this grief um, handbook, which is really amazing. Um, and I'll share it on my podcast Instagram. So um, go ahead and check that out a little bit later. But in this book, they talk about all of these limiting beliefs and myths and lies that people tell us in hope and in trying to be positive and to try to uplift us. But in reality, like it's just causing more mental fuckery like I'm sorry but that's like the word I have to use and people don't think like that like I personally never thought of it until I started to go to grief counseling and started to read this book and really dive into it that I'm like oh my gosh like the things we say to people like I cannot believe it and I'm one of those people and in order for you to know what I'm talking about like I'm talking about the fact that 
when people are, you know, going through a heartbreak, let's, you know, people walk away. Um, you know, I'm going to get vulnerable with you. My five-year relationship came to a break. It ended. He went back to Illinois and it sucks and it hurt. I bawled my eyes out. I miss him so much and we're working things out. But when he left, a lot of people kept telling me, you're strong. It's okay. Take time. It's going to pass. You're going to get through this. You're amazing. You're such a strong mom. Just focus on your kids. Like you got this. Like only time will tell. Give it time. Like time will heal the heart. Time will, I don't know, define on if this relationship is supposed to work or not. Like, you know, how many times do we hear that crap when people go through grief? You know, people go through grief. People go through heartbreaks and people go through things and it Yes, we try to be encouraging by saying you're strong. We try to be encouraging by saying you're going to get through this and God can't give you nothing you can't handle. Well, I'm going to tell you, God has given me so many things that I'm just like, dude, don't give me no more because I can't handle it. And that's the reality. But people don't realize that, that when you tell us those things, like, Yes, they're coming from a good place. They're coming from a positive place, but they're having a negative impact. I don't want to hear you're strong. You're going to get through this. You're like, I know that intellectually. Yes, I know that. But currently at this moment, I am heartbroken. I am sad. I am discouraged. I am guilty of so many things and I'm just like I don't want to hear that I don't want to be strong I want to be weak and I want to know that it's okay for me to be weak at times and like that's the hard truth that's the reality you know I was talking to a friend a couple days ago and bawling my eyes out and we got into like a little bickering match and I was just like dude stop telling me you know what I'm going through because you don't. And that is the biggest pet peeve I have is when people tell you, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally know what you're going through. No, the F you don't. You may have gone through similar experiences. You may have gone through things that I might be going through currently, but everybody reacts differently everybody's experiences are different. You will never know what someone is feeling at that moment. You will never know how someone is mentally reacting to their circumstances. So stop telling people you know what they feel. Stop telling people I know what you're going through because you don't. You do not know what they're going through. You do not know the mental impacts it has on them. You do not know their thought process. You don't know. And so start changing the way we react to things. Stop making that I know what you're going through or you're going to get through this. I have it. Stop. Start telling people, what can I do to help you? What can I do to serve you? What do you need from me right now to help you get through this hard time in your life? Why can't we ever get those responses? And during these last couple days, I was brain fucked, you guys. 
And I promised myself this was going to be a clean podcast. I'm really trying. I just naturally have a sailor mouth. And when I'm speaking from the heart, sometimes I just can't control myself and it comes out naturally. So bear with me. I'm apologizing in advance. I'm trying really hard, but I want you guys to be real. Like I'm being real with you guys. And so if I have some slip ups, (laughs) that's why. But you guys, during these last couple days when I was battling with my mental health episodes, I was so unmotivated. I was bawling my eyes out. I felt so lost. I felt so defeated. I felt like a failure because it was triggering me. And it was triggering me because I'm at a season in my life where my five-year relationship, like he's not here. I come home, pictures on my walls, and he's not here. My kid's telling me I miss daddy. Yeah, mommy missed the crap out of daddy too. And, you know, it's coming home and having financial obligations and not knowing if you're going to pay rent and not knowing if you can afford rent and not knowing what you're going to do. And, you know, you have this amazing network marketing business that was soaring and booming and all of a sudden life slaps you in the face. And now you're like, okay, am I going to go Uber eat now? Because I need to come up with some extra cash. And like, I felt like a failure because if you are new, like I had my first child when I was 19 and I shared that story in episode one. So again, if you haven't listened to episode one, go listen to it. But when I had her at 19 and when I decided to leave her father, it was the hardest year, two years, three years I have ever continuing to experience years that I have ever felt. And when I decided to leave him, it was a ugly breakup, you guys. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. It was ugly. It was so drama, like drama. It was so this back and forth and hate and fighting and like, it was gross and it was ugly. And also during that time, I was making $2 an hour as a Denny's waitress in the Midwest making tips and I literally would have to take my daughter to work sometimes with her like sitting in her car seat on a table because I didn't know what else to do. And there was so many days, you know, being in the Midwest, you get winters where I couldn't afford electricity and people were telling me to leave my stove on and let the stove heat up my house. Like you guys, like it was that bad. I didn't have a bed. I was sleeping on an air mattress with a pillow And some of you guys like, okay, well, an air mattress counts as a bed. You guys, after the first month, my air mattress had a hole in it and it deflated and I couldn't afford a new one. And so I was sleeping on a unflated air mattress. I don't even know if that's a word, but we'll go with it. An unflated air mattress on the floor with no heat, no food because I didn't get food stamps or any government assistance. And I was just making it by you guys. And I'm like getting chills telling you this because it still triggers me. It still gets me emotional. Like I'm trying not to cry right now, which I don't know why, because it's okay. This is my podcast. I can cry on my podcast if I want to. But when you go through those things, it messes with your brain. When you are already battling all of the nastiness from a toxic relationship, 
And then you have this life depending on you and you are at a point in your life where you are literally stealing for food and not knowing how you're going to get by and terrified on if you were even going to make it through and then battling with your mental health and then having to manage school because I was in undergrad going to school full time. And you guys, I was at my rock bottom and I worked my ass off to not be in that position anymore because as she got older and as she started to want things, she would ask for one Dollar Tree toys and I couldn't afford them for her and I couldn't even have birthday parties for her without stressing and I was like you guys like I worked my ass off to make sure that little girl had a life she deserved yes I do have another child he's amazing I love him but I worked my ass off because me and my daughter went through a really dark moment in both of our lives together and I wanted her to know what it's like to be able to ask mom for something and mom saying yes you can have it because I can finally afford it and I got to that point in my life and my life was thriving she was in gymnastics she was doing amazing things and we were able to relocate to this amazing city and this amazing area put them in an amazing school district and all of a sudden life smacks me in the face and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I might have to pull her out of gymnastics. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm gonna pay my bills. Oh my gosh, like God, why are you giving me so much hardship? So don't tell me God gives you things you can't handle. You know, yes, he gives me things I know I can handle. I know I'm gonna get through them, but dude, stop giving me all of this hardship. Like, and so it's triggering me. And I feel like at right now at this moment in my life, I mentally, that's what my brain is telling me. That's the negativity that I'm battling with in my brain is that I'm a failure because this temporary situation is bringing back a past life that I worked my ass off to get rid of. And that's okay. That's okay because my life is still better. I can, my utilities are on. I have heat. I have a bed. My daughter is fine. Like we're fine. We're a lot better than what we were, but it's those trauma triggers that people don't think about. So when you tell me you're going to get through this, you're strong, you got this, like God is going to be on your side. Yes. All of that is intellectually correct, but you do not know the damn marathon that goes through my head every single second of my day so you guys i'm challenging all of you guys stop telling all of these myths to stop telling all of these beliefs that you think are benefiting someone start asking people how can i help you how can i serve you what do you need me to do as a friend to help you get through your hard time how are you doing and do not tell me you're doing fine because i know you're not fine so how are you really doing where are those questions where are those conversations and so these last weeks you know i have my network marketing business and i had to take a step back because i mentally was not there. I mentally couldn't show up. And for so long, you know, I've been in the business for two years and it has been so many blessings, but I had decided that I'm no longer going to show up with fake emotions. 
And I've always been that person. And I've always showed up to team calls with a smile on my face, even though I was crying two seconds before hopping on the camera and like things like that. And so I told myself, no, Cheyenne, I'm on this journey to find my acoustic version of myself. I'm on this journey to find my true self. And in order to find my true self, I have to be real. I have to be true to myself. And I am not okay today. So if someone is texting me about work, I'm not responding. If someone is texting me, if you, how are you doing? I'm not going to tell them I'm fine. I'm thriving. I'm working. Life is great. No, I'm going to tell them it is a really hard day for me today. And I also have to be okay with taking that step back. The first day I was like, okay, no, I got to work. I got to work. I got to get work done. I got to do work. Even though I can't do it, I got to show up because that's what leaders do. But it was just taking a more mental impact on me. And so then I realized part of self-care is caring for yourself. And so my self-care was being able to say, okay, I need to take a step back from my business. And that is okay. It is okay to take a step back from your business for you to get your mental health under control. And I shouldn't feel guilty. How am I supposed to lead and inspire others and help others to be successful if I'm not mentally there? And part of being a leader is to know that it's okay to not be okay. And so all I'm going to say is self-care is never a selfish act, you know, and in the transformations, like we have to decide to care for our authentic self. We have to decide that it's okay to not be okay. And when I say that, like, it's the truth, you guys. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to be mad, be mad. We need to start living our life like these kids. And my business coach, um, hypnotherapist, Kelsey, she keeps telling me that. Like, go throw tantrums. Like, you think of a child, and I have two of them, so I see it all the time, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I was you right now, is kids throw tantrums. And is it annoying? Absolutely. But you think about it. They don't get what they want. They throw tantrums. They scream. They cry. They throw themselves to the floor, kicking and fighting and whatever. They throw things. My little one throws things all the time. But then at a blink of an eye, they're back to being happy and normal. And the reason is, is because they released their negative emotions. Your body keeps score. And that's a whole other podcast on a different day, but your body keeps score. So when we keep repressing all of these negative emotions, we're telling our body to feel these feelings for us. And so then you're going to have back pains. You're going to have migraines. You're going to gain weight. You're going to have breakouts. You're like, you're not going to sleep. And like, that is our body screaming, trying to release all of this negative energy. Whereas if we just cried and screamed and kicked and be a child throwing a tantrum, we would be okay. And that is part of self-care, you guys. And that's one thing I'm starting to learn is to take the action that is going to create my legacy. And yes, my network marketing business is my legacy. I get to leave that behind to my kids. It's amazing. But I also think about the legacy I truly want to leave behind. And I want to let my son know that it is okay to cry. You are not weak because you cry. I want to let my daughter know that she can speak her truth and that it's okay and that she is not a 
sassy B because she speaks her truth and she's blunt and she's real and she's raw. And does some of the things she say hurt? Yeah, it does. But that's her truth. And that's okay. And I want to let my kids know that mental health is okay and that if they want to go seek a counselor and get professional help, they are not weak, but in fact, they are strong because they get to express their emotions and they get to get the help they need in order to live a better life for themselves. And so you guys do that for yourself in the, in the like discovery through the discovery the entire discovery happens within our challenges, but also in those challenges, you find your greatest potential. And so this is what I has been able, like I have been able to discover is my greatest potential is being raw and being real and speaking my truth. And some people may not like that. Some people may be discouraged by that. Some people may say that's too much for me. But that is my greatest potential. And in those hard times, in this rock bottom season of my life, I'm able to find my potential through the discovery of my challenges. And so tell yourself that, you guys. Everyone who battles mental health now is how we look at it. And I'm starting to tell myself every day, I have it on my affirmation list, is that we have a unique brain chemistry. We have a unique brain chemistry that creates unique challenges. We have a unique brain chemistry that creates unique challenges in our head. We have a unique brain chemistry that creates unique challenges in our head that then let us learn some of the greatest life lessons. And lastly, you guys, we have a unique brain chemistry that creates unique challenges in our mind that teaches us the greatest life lessons that we would not be able to learn if we had a normal brain chemistry. And because we have these unique brain chemistries, we are able to educate the world on how to be freaking unicorns and that it is okay to be different and it is okay to have these unique brain chemistries because we get to view the world differently. And through those challenges and through those differences, we're discovering our acoustic self. So you guys, I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. I know this episode was a little longer than usual, but I am coming from the heart. And so if you guys love what I am sharing, rate review, send me a DM. I would love to hear where your guys's heads at, where your acoustic journey is at and pay this forward. That's one of the things we need to learn in this life is to pay things forward. So if you know someone who can resonate with this podcast, resonate with the messages I share, share it with them. Pay this podcast forward and continue to live out your true self, and your true dreams. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day and we will talk soon.